Hello and welcome to another episode of Gaijin Bento. My name is Brian. And I'm Sage. A podcast made for degenerate weebs and Japan enthusiasts. We talk about all kinds of Japanese culture and media. Sage, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, Brian. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, what time is it in the U.S. right now? It is 7.35 and uh, it's still pretty nice outside. You know, it's uh, spring's coming, finally. Nice, nice. You said uh, earlier that it's up in the 60s. Yeah, today was nice, uh, despite the wind, because, you know, that's that's a big factor in uh, Midwest forecast, you know, that wind. Uh, but yeah, it was um, mostly clear up until about the late afternoon. It started being a little overcast, but uh, yeah, I was out in my shorts. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's actually been warming up out here, too. Um, I mean, it, it never got super cold. I think the lowest is probably in the low 50s. I'm still getting used to the Celsius scale. Um, mm-hmm. I know the lowest is around like it's 14 degrees Celsius. I think that's around 50 something. I think um, I can't remember either, but that sounds about right. I'm gonna trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust me. That's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's uh, so like it's starting to warm up and it had been rainy for like the last month or so. So it's been like sad, cloudy and rainy. But the last few days, it's been starting to warm up and it's getting close to the 70s now. Is that kind of common for uh, where you are in Japan, for it to be kind of like rainy this time of year? So, like, I I asked a few people in the island, and they said that that they're just kind of very rainy all year round. Okay. when I arrived in... So, I arrived in Japan in late July, but I arrived on the island, like, early August. And from August to November, it wasn't as rainy from what I remember. I, it is like typhoon season then. And even then, it wasn't like super rainy. I mean, we had some pretty intense rain, but not as frequent as like almost an entire month. That's a lot. That's, you know, it's like what people say out here about Seattle being constantly rainy and kind of gloomy. Yeah. So today and a f- couple of days ago, it's been really nice. So I can't complain. I've been, uh, out and about exploring some of the beaches and going to a couple of my favorite spots on the island. It's mostly Wonderful. a flat island. Uh, it's mostly flat, but I mean, it, at least in comparison to mainland Japan, where it's super, super mountainous, but here it's a bit more flat. There's a couple, couple of more elevated spots that I like to go to, but I wish there were more mountains. Yeah, you know, you're so right. I remember just going out and checking out the different temples on our our list of activities and, you know, just even walking through Kyoto, uh, just up and down, up and down. It was great exercise. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially some of the shrines up up, out here, like they're on a hill. So that's good exercise, just climbing up on the to the Tori Gate and seeing the shrines. Actually, I did that yesterday and made me realize how fat I am. Oh my gosh, yeah. I I always take the inhaler to the gym. I had it with me when I was climbing up everything uh in Japan as well, but um I think I think I told you um that was the day that trip when I was in Japan. I think the second day I had like over 30,000 steps my phone logged and I don't quite think I have broken that since. Oh, zoinks. I know it's a lot. Um you take some really good photos too when you go exploring. Oh, thank you. Well, it's just the pictures take themselves just because it's so beautiful. So I don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do nothing. I don't do nothing. I only be nothing. <laughs> hey. All right. So uh, we have a couple of topics uh, today. 
I'm going to talk about uh, an embarrassing moment that I've had here. I've had a, a many, but I'll definitely talk about one of my favorites. I don't know why I'm saying it's a favorite. It's embarrassing. I never <laughs> want to experience that again. <laughs> um, so I'll talk about that. And we'll also talk about the dreaded uh, dubs versus uh, subs debate. So uh, that's going to be exciting. Yes, yes. Stay tuned. Okay. Um. So, yeah, my embarrassing moment. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, God, where do I start with this? There's this company I like to go to. There aren't that many in in this island. Actually, there aren't there aren't any of the the main. Was it four? So like no no Seven Eleven, no Lawson or Family uh, no, Mart. No no yeah no Family Mart. Is there another one or is that kind of like the there main might three? be? I I know that right by me. I kept seeing Seven Elevens and there are a couple Family Marts. I don't remember the other ones. But they're different than like the the main ones you'll see. Yeah, I think they're uh, these are very exclusive to the island because I had never seen or heard of them before. That's pretty cool. They're they're all right. There's two uh, like main kombinis in the island, and uh, the other <laughs> the other one is in the other town. There are two towns in this island, only two towns. Oh wow. Um, and in the other town, uh, they have the nicer kombini, which more closely re- resembles. Like an actual kombini from mainland because you have like your photo scanners and you know all that you have like dining areas and you can eat all your unhealthy food you get from there <laughs> that's so cool I, I like the the upgrade from like the convenience stores in the u.s which like <laughs> you only go to if you're desperate <laughs> yeah true true no like here like you can get like your breakfast lunch and dinner at a kombini so it's pretty good uh, so yeah, it basically it's the m- one that most resembles one in the mainland Japan, but, oh yeah. And they also have the gacha machines. Oh yes. Actually, uh, and UFO catchers. Cause I got, uh, actually got, a, um, the Mitsuri little plush that I won from a UFO catcher. I oh never my God. That's so cool. Um, did you get it like your first try? Did you get really lucky? <laughs> uh, I think it was the second try. Yeah. Second try. I got it. Because, like, the first time I, I got it, like, it was, like, so close. And I was like, oh, the second time, I definitely have to get it. Like, like it's so close. Oh, that's and awesome. And sure enough, I got it. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's never happened before. Not even in the U.S. This is my first time winning. Uh, Amazing. Well, it was meant to be. Unfortunately, after that, I had to try it a ton of times. And <laughs> I lost a lot of money and haven't oh, won no. since. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, at least you got Mitsuri. That's that's pretty cool. That's uh, I, I count that as a win. She's uh, she's She's pretty strong. Yes, and she has big bobbies. Oh yeah, she has the big bobbies. The uh, what's his name? Obanai, the um, the snake Hashira. He likes them bobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Anime <Anyway>. waifu. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Okay, so um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there's two main kombinis, but that one's a bit further. There's another one that's closer to me. Uh, it's not as great, but uh, it does the job for whenever I don't feel like cooking or I'm in a hurry and I get like a snack or whatever. So yeah, it's it's like maybe like a five minute drive for me. It's super close. So I would go there pretty frequently. Okay. And one day I went to the, or I always like to look at the magazine area because, you know, if any like Shonen or any other magazine kind of like the cover, if it like piques my interest. I'll probably buy it. For sure. Because um, they're super cheap. Like the weekly, like the Shonen Jump mags are like 4 or $5, give or take. Hmm. 
Hmm. I wonder so what they are super, out here. Super, super cheap. I think probably close to, closer to like $10. Oh, yeah, that's a steal then. Yeah, so they're super, super cheap. So, you know, if I if I find one that piques my interest, then I'll get it. So, anyway, I was going through that. <laughs> and, you know, like those, like, magazine sections, you know, you, you have, like, your kids, just, like, you have Shonen Jump, and then, like, right next to it, you have all your, like, hentai and also oh, yeah. all your I remember. Soft, <laughs> soft, softcore porn mags. Yeah. <laughs> Just in the same mix, that still blows my mind. Yeah, you have a lot of range. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. Like you have like Goku, like he's like shooting a Kamehameha, but it almost looks like he's reaching like the booby right next to him. I mean, I can't blame him. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's not like it's very unlike Goku, but anyway. Um, yeah, little uh, little uh, OOC. <laughs> it's yeah, it's my fanfic. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, I was in that uh, magazine section. And I saw one that piqued my interest. There's some magazines that are just like, uh, what's the word? It's just such a um, over, like, very overstimulating because of how much content there is on the cover. I don't know if you ever, like, noticed when you were uh, in Japan, but some of them, there's just, like, so much going on, like, so much writing and there's just so many, like, random pictures. It's very busy. Yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very busy. And I saw one that piqued my interest because uh, I saw Evangelion. On one mm, of them, okay. on one of those types, I'm like cool. I like Evangelion. I'll just get it without looking through it and see if there's anything wrong or any porn in here. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I, I got it. Hey. You know, hey, hey. so yeah, I I, I got it because I saw Evangelion. I'm like cool, Evangelion. I'm getting it. I'm not gonna bother to look to see if there's anything bad. So <laughs> I got that. I got like uh like a what you call it the steam buns. They make pretty good steam buns there. Ooh, it sounds very good. Yeah, they have like these, uh, like the meat and pizza ones, and have like oh, pizza uh, ones, minced meat. Yeah, it's called a pizza man. Oh, that's amazing. I need to go back just for that. Yeah, they whip. I've kind of have developed not like an addiction, but I've really started to get them a bit more frequently than I should. Those are steam buns because they're just so good. That's how they get you. Yep. So <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm about to get uh, rung up at the at the cashier. And this is just like old lady and she is ringing me up. Right. Mm-hmm. But she glances at the magazine and she looks at me and she was mm-hmm. like, you're an English teacher, aren't you? And we're like, uh, yeah. And she just gave this very deep and disappointed sigh, like, a, <sighs> and she was like, well, why are you reading these types of magazines? And I froze, and I, and I knew what she said, but I just pretended like I didn't know what she said. And I'm like, uh, "Hi," <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, she, and then after that, like she didn't say anything. But I was like, I froze. I'm like, "Why? Uh oh! Like, did I accidentally get a porn mag or something?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, I was so embarrassed, and I just walked away. And when I, I got into my car. And I, that's when I decided to, hey, maybe it's, now it's a good idea to look through it to see if there's anything bad here. <laughs> but actually, I didn't even have to like turn any pages. When I saw in Katakana, uh, on the, out of all the tons of overstimulating pictures and logos and words, mm-hmm. I saw the word pachinko. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's when I realized, oh, my God, this is like a pachinko, like pachinko mag. Oh, uh, do you know what? Do you know, do you know what a uh, pachinko is? I have an idea, but I'm gonna have yeah, I'm gonna have you explain for our listeners who might not know. 
it's kind of hard to explain because I don't entirely understand it. But basically, it's like a, a legal gambling thing in Japan. And there's tons of tons of pachinko parlors, even on this island. There's like 14,000 people and there's still like not a lack of them. So basically, you shoot metal ball bearings into some kind of goal. And each machine has like a special theme. I like the Evangelion one, uh, but there's like tons of anime themed ones, tons of like naked hentai anime <laughs> girls. Uh, but yeah, you shoot these balls. Uh, you shoot these balls into the um, into like some kind of goal, and you could get scores out of. Uh, you can try different like techniques or whatever. Apparently, there's techniques, but I don't really understand how. It just seems like more of a luck of a draw thing. But yeah, it's. It's a very frowned upon thing out here in Japan because again, it's kind of basically like their gambling thing. Mm, okay, so that's why she was disappointed in you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, oh, she no. thinks I'm a gambler. Oh no, you're like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, now I know what I did wrong. <laughs> oh gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, you didn't even you didn't even notice because there was just so much going on in the cover. Yeah, and the first thing I noticed was the Evangelion, of course. So, I don't know. I was an idiot. That's so interesting. Like, what is seen as, like, you know, dis- disappointing or just kind of, like, taboo in different places? Because, I mean, out here, you know, gambling can definitely, you know, be frowned upon depending on, like, if you're, like, you know, um, like, putting up your, like, car or house or, like, all your life savings because you have a problem. <laughs> but just in general, like, if you go to, like, a casino or something, you know, it's... It's fine. A ton of people do that. And and you know what's funny is that like the drinking, there's like such a heavy drinking culture out here. So that's I love that the pachinko is more upsetting for people than you know if you were like pick up three packs, three six packs of beer. You're like, oh, enjoy your enjoy your excessive drinking, sir. Have a great day. But that like, is no, pachinko so is odd. just no, no, no. Is it no, no? But you know, I. I guess everywhere it depends on like you know like what you're saying like I guess if the. <laughs> trying to think of like what the what the idea is but yeah i guess if the the culture just drinking is just accepted and it's not looked at as weird really (laughs) um then yeah i guess they wouldn't really you know batten batten eyelash if uh (laughs) you come out with a bunch of cases yeah because like one time i was invited over to a teacher's house to have like a drinking party and I was just like surprised. There was another teacher that was there. Like it's not, it wasn't even her house and we were like drinking and she like kept like shaking my beer cans to see if they were empty. Oh my God. <laughs> like a girl, that's not even your house or, or your beer. Like, so she would like constantly check to see if I needed more beer. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> she was just like, we're getting lit tonight. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the teacher, uh, the teacher, um, he has like two kids that go to the school that I teach at. So like, you know, they were, they were oh hanging gosh. out there and, you know, they were feeding me beer and it was just definitely kind of a shock for me, but yeah, like that's acceptable, but no, uh, playing with balls isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess maybe, maybe they, they know something we don't, you know, or maybe they just see that like people can financially spiral maybe in worse ways. Cause, cause maybe, if drinking they have a better relationship with it and people aren't doing as destructive things or at least not to each other when it comes to drinking whereas like out here we have maybe more problems with like drunk driving and things like that um i don't know what that's like in japan they have very 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 strict uh no drinking and driving laws 
I know that I took a cab that day because the teacher's like, yeah, you need to take a cab back home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't have Uber out in the island, but I know there's Uber in mainland Japan. So, you know, many people take those types of things. So, yeah, there's definitely like it's very, very, very. They take the no drinking and driving thing very, very seriously. But it's funny because like you can kind of like just drink in public, you know, public mm. areas. You can't be publicly drunk, but you can drink. Okay. When I went to Osaka, you know, and uh, we were in the the Dotonbori district with all like the all like the neon uh, and all the screens and everything in the river. Yeah, it, it was like it was a uh, New Year's Eve, and you know everyone was out drinking out in public, and you know everyone had drinks, and it was just like it was pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, you can drink a ton, just make sure you don't drive. Yeah, I know. I, I guess as long as everyone understands too, like okay, we can't get messy. We can have fun, but we have to like rein it in and know our limits and then i guess maybe then you don't have to worry about you know people being you know um, or like acting out or, or you know or, or getting you know too shit faced in public so because if they know you know that's that's very you know disappointing i don't want to like embarrass myself um type of thing then yeah then you can just kind of be more lax with uh with those sorts of things that's cool yeah it's uh it's definitely very different from the u.s for sure Oh yeah, if if we allowed that everywhere, um there would just be litter all over from people just making a mess and being like super gross all the time. It it me, I'm always super gross all I the mean, time. I mean, yeah, I would be too, but <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh let's move on to the next uh section then. So all right, the dubs versus uh subs uh take it away, Sage. Oh, yes. This one is, I think we're always going to be debating and trying to find the best argument for one versus the other. When I first started getting into anime, um, it was really just about whatever was accessible. So that probably at the time um, would have just been the English dubs. And once I started, like once there were more sites that were offering anime and um, just more to choose from, and I realized, oh my gosh, I can watch with the, you know, original voice cast versus like, you know, the English one, I was able to kind of decide like, okay, what, what did I prefer? And um, I definitely have grown to prefer like the original casting. I think um, they usually do a really good job and they just, the voices fit um, the animation and the characters a little bit better. Uh, sometimes, though, there are good dubs. Like, I know Funimation does a pretty um, decent job for the most part. Some people might disagree with me. But I watched Fairy Tale dubbed for a while before I think I finally had to switch over. I did the same thing with One Piece. It took a little getting used to, but after I switched for One Piece, I have not gone back because I just got used to the original cast and I kind of decided it was better. <laughs> what are you, what are your thoughts, Brian? So, I know like when anime first started to get dubbed out here, more mainstream, I guess, so like the Toonami days, cuz I guess like anime had been kind of around for for a while. It's funny because like if you think about it, you know, our parents were watching Speed Racer and Astro Boy, you know. Oh yeah. When they were kids, so they were weebs before us if you really think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, you know, around the late 90s, with the tsunami days, I had to say they were terrible. And even <laughs> as much as like I'm, I'm a, you know how how much I love Dragon Ball, th- those early like Funimation dubs were horrible. I just can't watch them. 
but they've definitely improved since since then and they're definitely uh, like caught on to like the hey uh, fans definitely want more faithfulness to the original adaptation so they definitely caught on to that so i would say like funimation now is definitely more they're more competent in their work now because they kind of get it but here's the thing with me so mm-hmm. with the with the, with uh subs you know japanese voice actors they, they go to school for voice acting you know Mm-hmm. So they train they train for it like that's what they were trained to do is voice acting and with English uh, voice acting so like the English adaptations they kind of like will stumble upon it most of the time maybe it's not so much the case now but they still don't go to school for it you know right it's just basically just practicing and from listening so for me I think just the original Japanese is objectively better but I think people are still allowed to enjoy the English dubs. Um, if that's what you prefer, that's that's fine. But for me, I th- I just think objectively, I mean, the Japanese voice actors, that's what they were trained to do, and you can definitely tell when you listen to it. If you en- if you enjoy dubs better, that's okay. Uh, you know, like I said, like I feel like dubs now are a bit more competent than they used to be. I mean, even with with like Demon Slayer and watching this last season, and it's just like. Everything, all like the animation and the voice acting is just so intense and just incredible. Like, I don't, I don't know if, if English dubs can replicate that kind of acting and power. It just, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't even think I want to just, just to see from my own reference. I kind of don't want to watch them dub just because I've fallen in love with all the voice actors with the subs. So I feel like, and I don't want to be too judgmental because I'm sure that they're trying their best, you know, but <laughs> it's still going to fall short because, like you said, just the production value has just been so good um, for Demon Slayer and a lot of, like, modern anime. Like, they're really going hard. And I, for me, I think it would kind of shatter the illusion if I were to watch it in a different way. Yeah, like, I don't even know what those characters sound like in English. I feel like I, I would be a little sad. Yeah, and they they re, they really do give it their all on the Japanese dubs or Japanese versions rather. But again, you know, if people enjoy not having to constantly read, that's okay too. I get it. I definitely understand that aspect. Oh yeah, that that can be tough, especially you know, for people that I know that like they've mentioned too that they're just they're not really strong readers or maybe cognitively like it takes a little bit longer to um to process. So that's just extra that they have to process so it just it makes the experience more enjoyable when they don't have to like be using so much brain power when they could just be listening and you know watching the animation and that's totally valid too sometimes it's like yeah i don't want to read but i'm also so committed i'm like i'm gonna do it do it do it (laughs) (laughs) is star wars an anime (laughs) Oh, you know what? Actually, um, one of the new series um, on Disney Plus, um, I forget what the title is. I'm such a terrible Star Wars fan, but it's a collection of like short stories that are done in different animation styles. And it has a lot of Eastern art styling. Well, because we know a lot of Star Wars was heavily inspired by like samurai film and just all sorts of Asian pop culture, or not even pop culture, just Asian culture in general. So yeah, I'll have to look that up again and uh, send you uh, some stuff to watch because um, I've only seen the first couple episodes. But yeah, I guess you could you could say that that series is uh, Star Wars anime. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay, cool. Star Wars is now anime is canon. Sweet. Yes, it absolutely is. 
<laughs> it's it's funny because like Star Wars, um, it was inspired by by a lot of like Eastern media and movies, but Star Wars also itself influenced a lot of like mecha anime. So it's kind of funny, like it kind of like paid back in a way because Star Wars is pretty popular in Japan too. So I feel like that that was kind of responsible for a lot of like the big mecha anime that came out later on in the eighties and nineties. That makes sense. Yeah. Because like Gundam, Gundam came out in nineteen seventy nine, right? Okay, yeah, that that sounds right. Yeah, and the first Star Wars is seventy seven, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, I mean, and Gundams, I mean, of course, fucking huge. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, every time I go into a Barnes and Noble, I'm seeing a a, a model set <laughs> for like several of them. Yeah, right now there's a gigantic uh, Gundam in uh, Yokohama. Oh, that's so cool. Does it like move and everything? Yeah, it does. It's really cool. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Okay, so another reason. I got to go out for the the buns, the kombini buns and the Gundam. <laughs> Originally, the Gundam was only going to stay till this year, but they extended it to at least the next year. So I, I might have a chance to see it. That's so cool. Can you um uh, like go like right up to it or is it kind of like blocked off, but you can still like take a picture of it? From what I've seen from people uh, taking pictures of videos, it seems like you can get pretty close to it. And at nighttime, I think, is when it starts to move. So they do like all like this kind of, yeah. It looks really cool from what I've seen of the pictures. So, But Yokohama is so far from me. How, how far go, would like, it be? Or... Um, how far? Well, it takes about, from where I live, it takes about just a little and over an hour to get to mainland Japan. And that's just like the southernmost main island of Kyushu. So I would arrive in Kagoshima Prefecture. So I technically live in Kagoshima Pre- Prefecture, even though I'm not in mainland Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kagoshima Prefecture is the southern, southernmost prefecture in mainland Japan. Uh, okay. So the, out of the four, out of the four uh, main islands. So it's in the main island of Kyushu. So, so when I went to Osaka, so what I did, yeah, I flew out to uh, mainland Kagoshima, and then there I took the Shinkansen. And the sh- uh, the bullet train. So, yeah. for uh, to get to Osaka, it was about four hours on the Shinkansen, and then Yokohama is in uh, Shizuoka Prefecture. No, no, it's in in Kanagawa Prefecture, which is really really close to Tokyo. And Tokyo and o- Osaka are definitely not close, so it's definitely going to be a trip. I was going to say how if you didn't take the bullet train. Once you were on uh, mainland, how long would it have taken to get to Osaka? Uh, I would say probably... uh, So I would still have to transfer uh, planes regardless once I get Mm, to mainland Japan. Uh, So from Kagoshima to Osaka, probably around maybe an hour and a half or two hours on on flight. Okay. I'll, I'll probably most likely have to fly if I go to Yokohama. How was the bullet train? I've always wanted to go on one. My God, it was incredible. I took like so many pictures of it, but it's, I would <laughs> definitely, if I have all the time in the world, I would prefer to take the bullet train over flying. It's so spacious. It's got pretty solid Wi Fi. Uh, it's got charging stations. It's got uh, vending machines. It's got really nice bathrooms. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's, and these are all the unreserved seats too. I know that the, more business class. They're really nice. So, oh my gosh, they're like super fancy, depending on what you select. Yeah. So even like the the plebeian seats are 
Oh, the economy class. <laughs> <laughs> right. The, the poor kids. <laughs> yeah, the poor kids. Um, and it does definitely does not feel like the poor uh, the poor kids uh, seat at all. It's it's so comfortable and spacious, and you can sit wherever you want. So that's incredible. It's, nice. it's really smooth. Really, really smooth. It doesn't even feel. It, it doesn't feel like you're going very fast. It's just like it, it feels like butter. Literally, I can't explain it. It just feels like so smooth. That's incredible. Your your body must not even notice it, or like the way that you know the design is like it. You only notice it for like a fraction of the trip, and then that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's cool. I can't I can't, I can't wait to go on it again. But it is kind of pricey. Um, yeah. So it's almost like if I'm gonna go really far up uh, north Japan, then I'd rather maybe fly. If I, but if I had more time and a little bit more money, maybe take the Shinkansen. So you would say like um, like a plane ticket would probably be cheaper. It it all depends. It sometimes it could be the same. Sometimes it's one is more expensive than the other. But I feel like the shorter the distance, of course, the uh, Shinkansen will be a bit cheaper most of the time. Yeah, that makes but sense. But once you start to yeah, but once you start to get kind of far, it does get kind of pricey. Ooh, yeah. Then you kind of have to, like, you know, search around, like, what we were doing for our Disney trip, try to get the best uh, deals for transportation. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. So, the dubs versus subs. Uh, I like to talk a bit, little bit about the uh, translation and localizations, too, since it kind of, I feel like they kind of go together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I feel like some people, like, get them kind of confused and i know that people get angry about localization because you know the, the iconic pokemon uh episode where brock's like mm, jelly donut my favorite <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> yeah and i would i would definitely say that's localization going a bit too far but like i feel like translation and localization can be basically the same thing because especially with like japanese because you there's really no way to directly translated and if you do it's not going to make any sense for english speakers so you do have to like local localize to some capacity i mean because like you have to when you're translating you translate what they say what they mean not what they say yeah that's definitely true sometimes because like you're absolutely right like there's not going to be a hundred percent like perfect match whenever you're translating from one language to another yeah so it's like maybe yeah the jellyfish i mean the jelly donut thing maybe was a bit too far um but i think that localization is a good thing if uh if it's done right but maybe not saying that a rice ball is a donut or or whatever that's (laughs) that's a bit too far but i think that localization gets a bad rep because of that of that slow sort of uh really like four kids type of localization Oh yeah, that that was a bit much. <laughs> My favorite is still like the one the one four kids moment that I'll never forget. So they would they dubbed like Sonic X, <laughs> and then like in the four, there was like a Fourth of July little commercial, and you saw like all like the <laughs> uh, all like the Sonic X characters singing the the national anthem, and you see like Knuckles and with like the American flag in the background, <laughs> he's like singing the national anthem. Oh my god, <laughs> Knuckles would sing the anthem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, I'm, I'm glad four kids died <laughs> yeah i am too because <laughs> i'm i'm trying to remember some more i i think the one that i can think of was uh for one piece i know um sanji's always smoking and because 
even now, like, even in, like, movies that aren't meant for kids, they're trying to, like, discourage, you know, like, like you know, actually, like, um, having footage of people, like, smoking in any capacity. And so, like, for on four kids, instead of, a, you know, a cigarette, they have Sanji with a lollipop. And that's a kind of an easy fix, but it's also just kind of weird because when I went back and I rewatched it on a different platform, I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, man, my dude Sanji's smoking like five packs a day. <laughs> I thought he was just going through lollipops. You know, I thought he just really liked, you know, candy. <laughs> my God. The, and the classic finger guns from uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! with like the, the oh two security God. guards pointing the finger guns at, at, at Kaiba. I forgot about that, man. <laughs> Oh my god! And the uh, admittedly though the Yu-Gi-Oh dub, uh, even though it was uh, provided by four kids, it was actually one of the ones that was okay, aside from the ridiculous edits. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, when they did uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai, um, and I know they changed some things. I know they changed Mister Popo Blue. Oh yeah, I I do remember something like kind of funky with that. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he was like really like blue. Like it was almost it would hurt your eyes from how blue he was. Oh jeez. Uh, going back to like the Funimation dub thing, when it first started, it did. Uh, it was pretty guilty of, of uh, Americanizing and localizing, way too much, and it just kind of to be to be honest, I feel like those early uh, Funimation dubs of Dragon Ball just really ruined, ruined the original content because. So I've watched I've watched Dragon Ball in Japanese, uh, Spanish, and English, and it's just like the Funimation dub is just it was so embarrassing and like there were yeah. some ridiculous lines. It, they would have like these ridiculous like one liners that they would they had <laughs> nothing no to sense. do with anything. Yeah, they make no sense. That's and, such like, an American concept. Like that's how our sitcoms like are designed to just be one liner after one liner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like the. So there's like two main English dubs, like the Ocean dub, which is from Canada. I feel like they did a better job, a better job in the early days. I, I mean, I think like, I mean, they've had years and years of experience now. So like the Dragon Ball, like the fun, Funimation dub now is great, but oof, those days was a bit rough. Oh, it was rough, you know. But I'm I am guilty of getting a little bit too excited for um the one piece opening on four kids because instead of like one of the many wonderful um intros in japanese that you know i watched when i later watched on funimation they had the pirate rap oh that's right that's right <laughs> i don't know if you remember that <laughs> yeah yeah which is so embarrassing even just saying like the name of a theme <laughs> It just, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it slapped. It had no right to slap, but it definitely was very misplaced. <laughs> I think that's probably what stopped me from wanting to watch One Piece for a very long time. Uh, that won't be the like... only thing. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Rapid yeah. pirates. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what's this? You're like, and eh, that's enough of that. <laughs> yeah. Let me go watch that was the. <laughs> yeah, that was the price that I paid for uh, being too poor for not being able to afford cable. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know what though? It, it, it's okay. You you didn't have to watch it, <laughs> so uh, so you saved yourself some damage. Yeah, it's like the pirate rap would come up, and I'm like, all right, time to stare at a wall for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! 
Yeah, that's that's <laughs> better than being subjected to all this uh, Western uh, nonsense. <laughs> and, and I think I felt because like at that time, I felt like I knew that there was something wrong about that. I was like, there's this is a Japanese like, I mean, there was like the samurai champloo thing, but I don't know what the original uh, opening sounds like. So I don't know if the one we got in the West was the was the original one or not. No, but I knew it definitely but isn't. But it was like it was like perfect English. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely like not Japanese. Something's not right here. Yeah, they they really went out of their way to try to like not eliminate it, but to kind of make it feel like it could have just been made anywhere. And it's like, well, no. I mean, even though in One Piece, like it's supposed to be a different world than our own, but there's still so many things that are very specific to Japanese culture that do exist. Like, even just, like, you know, meaning and phrasing that have been probably, you know, translated to be, like, more Americanized for the kids, you know, for kids version. Um, But even just, like, the... um, Like, there's a whole island of, um, like, samurai. Like, like, uh, not in the for kids version, but, like, later on, like, you know, when you get to, like, the different islands they visit, there's this whole, like, samurai island. And it's like, okay, well, that's super cool. And that's also going to be very specific to Japan and, like, the cultural impact of the samurai. Um, But in the early days, it was a little bit more like you could kind of just say it's whatever you want it to be, but... Like, it still doesn't feel like, you know, you can just westernize the crap out of it just because. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like kids don't understand other cultures, even though American kids are, like, made up of all, you know, foreigners. So, yep, nope, let's let's change it up. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I think kids would totally be interested in it. Like, as long as it's, like, an engaging, you know, piece of media, um, the kids aren't gonna like freak out like you know adult fanboys and fangirls do over like the littlest things yeah the kids aren't gonna be like what the fuck is rice (laughs) i mean i loved rice as a kid i'd be like oh my god this is my this is my show i loved watching them eat the um, the rice balls and pokemon i was just like what what is this i want it yeah yeah and like i definitely want to try that that looks pretty good i see it in many anime sign me up Right. I was like, what is this treat that they are all eating? I, I, tell me your secrets. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh looks like we're running a little out of time here. So since we still don't have questions, <laughs> uh, since we haven't released these episodes yet, uh, we have something here in mind. So what we're going to do here is we're going to name all the first gen Pokemon, the original Japanese names. So, of course, uh, they had to... Speaking of localization, you know, in the West, they had to change a lot of the names because obviously I don't think we're going to understand Japanese onomatopoeia. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And from my experience here, you know, I've had to like learn some of the Pokemon names because, of course, like uh, Pokemon is super popular in Japan. Uh, I've learned some of them. I get some of them, uh, the meanings of their names, some like the puns. But yeah, we're going to name all of them. We're going to kind of speed through this pretty quickly because I still don't know all the names or yet alone their meanings. So, uh, but I felt like there, some of them were really interesting, kind of a little small fun fact. So uh, here we go. Uh, we're starting from number one. Again, this is Gen 1 Pokemon. Ready? Okay. Bulbasaur is uh, Fushi. Fushi. Eh, sorry, I'm reading this in Katakana. I'm still like really slow. Oh, please forgive me. Please. No, we don't okay. forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, 
Fushigi, Fushigi Dane. So I know that Fushigi means mystery. Mm. Um, I don't know what the uh, Dane part means. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Bobosaur, Fushigi Dane. I have a sore. Uh, fu- fushigi, Fushigi So. Again, the mystery thing. And I have no idea what that other part means. Venasaur, okay. uh, Fushigi Bana. Uh, again, I don't fucking know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Charmander, uh, Hitokage. Uh, so he means fire. And I'm, I think Tokage means lizard. So literally fire lizard. Fire lizard. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so this one's funny. Charmeleon is uh, Rizado. Literally lizard. <laughs> like he's a lizard, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, six. Charizard, uh Rizadon. So like lizard don sounds like a like a rice dish. <laughs> All right. Squirtle is uh Zenigame. And I know that game comes from Kame. Uh Kame means turtle. I don't know what the Zeni part means. Hmm. Maybe it sounds like money. Something turtle, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Or turtle. Uh Kame do. Again, Kame is means turtle. Uh do I don't know. Uh, Blastoise, Kame, Kamexu, Kamex, Kamex. Sounds like it's saying comics. Like comics. Comic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That was Blastoise. All right, Caterpie is Kiatapi. So it's actually Aww. the same Caterpie. Yeah. Metapod is uh, Toran Toranseru. Toranseru. Sounds like trans, trans, transform. Uh, maybe. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Okay, Butterfree is uh, Batafuri, so the same thing. Butterfree is the same. Weedle is uh, Bidoru, so that's Beetle. Okay. Uh, Kakuna is Kokun, so literally Kakun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beedrill is Spia, literally Spear. <laughs> like his little stinger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pidgey is Popo. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> The popo. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Pidgeotto is a uh, pigeon, so pigeon. Uh, Pidgeot is pigeotto, which is really funny because uh, the second form in English is pigeotto. That's just but, us saying it wrong then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's us pre- yeah. overpronouncing or, or overemphasizing the e. Yeah. So uh, yeah, pigeot, pigeot, pigeot. Oh, fuck. How do you say it in English? Pigeot. Pidgeot, um, Pidgeot, Pidgeotto is how like we say it on here. <laughs> yeah, so Pidgeot in Japanese is Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. Right, uh, yeah. Next, uh, Ratata is Horata. Hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Radicate is uh, Ratata. Maybe it is like a rat pun. Ratata. Yeah, it could be kind of like how it's just Ratata. Ratata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next is uh Sparrow uh o- Onizume Onizuzume Onizuzume I don't know what that means. Um Pharaoh o- Onidoriru Onidoriru Drill Doriru No, no, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, this one's interesting. Ekans is Abo. So it's like sounds like Arbok. Okay. You know, uh, it took me forever to realize that Ekans was snake backwards. Yep. <laughs> and, and, and no, and Arbok is cobra. Backwards. Yes, and Arbok is cobra. Yeah. So I wonder then if that they're also like a play on words. Yeah, it could be Abo. 
Abo. I'm not sure. So Arbok in Japanese is Aboku. So it's almost the same, basically. Mm. Aboku, Arbok. Okay. Uh, you'll never guess what Pikachu's name is. Pikachu? <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> I don't know. Just a wild guess. <laughs> oh, you'll never take a wild guess uh, what a Raichu is in Japanese. Oh my god, is it Raichu? <laughs> You're scaring me. <laughs> I'm just really good at this, Brian. <laughs> okay, next is uh, Sa- Sanshu is uh, Sando, which is really funny because Sando can also mean a uh, sandwich. <laughs> in, uh, oh, yeah. So it's like a sandwich Pokemon. <laughs> sandwich boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want that Pokemon. Okay, Sand Slash is uh, <laughs> Sandopan, which is super funny because now I'm starting to think because Sando, again, could mean sandwich and pan means bread. Doesn't it also doesn't it also mean bread in a, in a few other languages too? Yeah, uh, in Spanish and Portuguese. Yes. Oh, so that's so funny. He's bread. He's bread boy. <laughs> yeah. A, a, a really quick off-topic comment, but so Japan got the word for pan from trading with the Portuguese when uh, the country was closed off to foreigners during the Sankoku era. Sankoku era. Um, I, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, but it's like the period where they closed, like the borders for foreigners but they were still trading with the dutch and the portuguese in uh in in nagasaki Ooh. so that's how they got how the ja- uh, the japanese got the word pun that's a cool fun fact yeah all right next uh nidoran is nidoran <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> nidorina <laughs> is nidorina <laughs> amazing <laughs> nido queen is nido queen <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so <laughs> Nido Nido Nidoran. So yeah, Nidoran is Nidoran, of course. So the boy and the girl. Uh, boy Nidoran. You'll never <laughs> guess what his name is to so the evolved form. Is it it's, still Boy Nidoran, King Nidoran, and Nidorino? Yeah, <laughs> Nidorino. <laughs> Sounds like Ned Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> this is favorite Pokemon. <laughs> Nidorino. Hey, hey, Nidorino, I choose you. <laughs> mm, stupid Flanders. <laughs> All right, next is uh, Nido King. Uh, take a wild guess. Nido King. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Clefairy is Peepee. <laughs> oh, so. That's my favorite. So Pokemon. I don't know. <laughs> um, I do love me my Peepee. Uh, <laughs> So, fun fact, I don't know if, if you remember a lot of the sounds that the Pokemon made, but mm-hmm. when you would uh, summon Clefairy, it would make that sound on the Pokemon Go. Like, beep, beep. Oh my gosh, would it really? Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. So yeah, his, her name is Peepee. So she, in, the, in, the, in the old like Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games, they were able to replicate that sound, her, her name, her being able to say her name. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to go back and look at that. That's so cool. And he goes like, beep, beep. <laughs> Which is what I also say on Friday nights. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next is Clefable. Uh, this one is Pixie, which maybe Pixie? Oh, yeah. Next is Vulpix, uh, Rokon. I'm not sure. Hmm. Ninetales is Kyukon. So Q means nine. So maybe tails means that makes maybe sense. Maybe they directly translate. Yeah. So Q means nine. Um, mm-hmm. Next is Jigglypuff, uh, pudding, which is funny because it's also the same word for pudding. 
in Japanese. Oh, that's so cute because it's so jiggly, like pudding. <laughs> oh, could be, could be. <laughs> All right, wiggly tough is pukurin, pukurin. Uh, Zubat is zubato, so the same. Ooh. Golbat is a gorubato, so same thing. Uh, Arish is a na kusa. Nazunokusa. Jeez, I don't Irish. fucking know. <laughs> bless, bless you. <laughs> All right. Gloom is uh, kusai hana. A hana means uh, flower, but I don't know what the kusai means. Uh, vile plume is rafureshia. I have no idea. Uh, Paris is paras, so it's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, parasect is parasecto. Which is basically the same thing. Uh, Venonat is konpan. Interesting. Ven- Venomoth is morufon. A diglet is uh, diguda. So again, it's something that has to do with dig. Um, sounds close. Uh, Dugtrio is uh, daguturio. So the same. Um, meowth is nyas. <laughs> Which is, of course, I'm sure you know, Nya, Nya, Nya is the Japanese onomatopoeia for, for Meow. Yeah. Exa- exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it is. Uh, <laughs> Persian uh, is Perushian, so it's the same. Psyduck is Kodaku. Yeah. Uh, so it does have that duck thing at the end, so there you go. Uh, Golduck is uh, Gorudaku, so the same Golduck. Okay, so Mankey is monkey. <laughs> so literally, his name literally should just be monkey. <laughs> monkey. Monk. It's just monkey. <laughs> yeah. Mank. <laughs> okay, Primeape is Okorizaru, which I'm sure has to do with ape, because I know uh, when Goku turns into a great ape, isn't it? it's uh, called uh, Ozaru. Okay. So maybe it has to do with some kind of, I don't know how to say ape. I know gorilla in Japanese is gorida, but yeah. Uh, Growlithe is gadi. Hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> Arcanine is uh, uwin, windy. Windy? <laughs> okay. Windy boy. Windy boy. Poliwag is nyodomo. Poliwhirl is uh, nyodozo. Uh, Polyrath is nyodobon. Uh, Abra is Keshi, Casey, which I know it has to do with some kind of magician uh, with the last name Casey. Uh, I f- mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, Kadabra is Yungera, younger. I don't know. Mm. And Alakazam is Houdin. Oh, Houdini. Which, yeah, uh, could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking maybe. Yeah. Makes sense to me. <laughs> uh, Machap is. Uh, Wanriki. Wan uh, Machoke is Goriki. Machamp is Kairiki. Bellsprout is Madatsubomi. Uh, Weeping Bell is Utsudon, which sounds like a. <laughs> almost sounds like Katsudon. <laughs> uh, Victory Bell is Utsuboto. Uh, Tentacle is Menukurage in. That I think Kurage is octopus if, or something like that. Hmm. I'm not super sure. Um, 
Tentacruel is Dokukurage. Geodude is uh, Ishitsubute. Graveler is Goron. Golem is Goronia. <laughs> Interesting. Sounds like a like a town or like a city in Italy or something. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Or like right, uh, pony... Gorgon or something in like Greek let's mythology. See. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Moving on to ah, Ponita is Ponita. This is the same. Uh, Rapidash is Gyarapu. So like Gallop. Oh. Slowpoke is uh, Yadon. Slowbro is Yadoran. Uh, Magnemite is Koidu, Coil. Uh, Magneton is Rea Koidu, rare, rare Coil. Um, Farfetched is uh, Kamonegi. Uh, Doduo is Dodo, so pretty close. Do, uh, Dodrio is Dodrio, so it's the same. Seal is Powwow. <laughs> this is kind of funny. <laughs> <That's cute. laughs> Dugong is Jugon. Uh, Grimer is uh, Beto Beta. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that one. Uh, Bet uh, Muck is uh, Beto Beto Beton. Uh, Shelder is a Sheruda. So pretty much the same. Cloister is Parushan. Uh, hmm. Ghastly. Okay, so this one I know. G- Ghastly is Gosu, which is like almost saying it's ghost, but not fully yet because he's not fully evolved. Oh. So he's ghost, ghost. Now Hunter is ghosto. So ghost. Okay. Uh, Gengar is Genga. So it's the same. Uh, Onyx is Iwaku. Drowsy is a uh, sleep. So literally sleep. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> sleep oh, yeah. uh, Hypno is suripa. So sleeper. Hmm. Krabby is kurabu. So literally crab. Very, very very creative. Kingler is Kingura. So basically the same. Uh, Voltorb is BDD Dama. BDD Dama. It's hard to say. Electrode is Marumine. Sounds like Marumine? I don't know. I don't know. Execute is Tama Tama and Tama coming from Tamago, which means egg. Executor executor is not nashi i don't know what that means cubone is katakata which i think is like the sound of like bones rattling like like or something rattling so oh. you hear katakata um marowak is gada gada <laughs> so you have katakata and gada gada okay um next is hitmonlee uh sawamura i know some of these are named after japanese wrestlers oh, that's um, cool. i don't know yeah, so uh, I don't know other names, but yeah, I know that uh, they're like some kind of wrestler from Japan. Uh, Hitmochan is Ebiwara, which is another famous wrestler. I'm pretty sure he's a wrestler. <coughs> uh, next is Lickitung, uh, Beroringa. Bero, I forgot what Bero meant. I knew some of Onomatopoeia, but I'm sure it has to do with like licking sound. Mm-hmm. Coughing is Dogas. With gas, I don't know. Wheezing is uh, mata dogas. <laughs> so mata in Japanese, mata means je- uh, again in Japanese. So again, dogas. <laughs> gas. That's one really more time. funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it me. <laughs> uh, all right, we're getting close to the end. Raihorn is saihon. 
so pretty much the same. Close. Right, right on is Sidon. So again, pretty similar. Uh, Chansey is uh, Raki, literally lucky. <laughs> Tangela is Monjara. Tangaskan is Garuda. Horsey is Tatsu. Sidra is Shidora. We're basically the same, but it sounds like a kaiju when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah, it does. God, God, Godzilla versus Shidora. Ooh, I would see that. Same. All right. Goldine is Tosa Kinto. Uh, sea King is Azumao. Staryu is Hitodeman. Uh, Starmi is Stami. So it's the same. Uh, Mr. Mime is uh, Bariado. <laughs> Sounds like a barrier. Hmm. Uh, Scyther is Sutoraiku. Literally strike. Oh, that's cool. Jinx is Rujura. I'm not sure. Uh, I know that Jinx is like supposed to be kind of a a parody on like this Japanese. Uh, there's like a Japanese culture. I forget what it's called, but like uh, women would like tan their faces a lot, like like really really intensely. It was some popular in the 90s. I forgot what the name was, but yeah, I know that's kind of like a like a satire on that. Um, moving on, Electabus is Erebu. Uh, Magmar is Booba. Boober? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pincer is Kairos. Uh, Tauros is Kentaros. Uh, Magikarp is uh, ko- Koi Kingu, which I'm sure comes from the koi fish. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Gyarados is Gyarados. So it's the same. <clears throat> Lapras is Urapras, so the same. So next is Ditto uh, Metamon, which I wonder if it, it's meant to be like the meta kind of fun. Yeah. I'm not sure. That makes it sense. Could be. Yeah. All right. Eevee is Eevee. That's pretty much the same. Uh, Vaporeon is Showers, literally showers. Showers. Yeah. <laughs> Jolteon is is Sandas, literally thunders. Ooh. Flareon is Boosta, literally booster. <laughs> Porygon is Porygon. And now I wonder if this was like meant to be uh, Polygon, uh, because, you know, like with the Japanese R and L, um, sometimes the way that the Hiragana and Katakana, like, like usually in the West we... We think of it as an R sound, but it's not really quite the R sound. It's more like between a D and an L, in my opinion. But I wonder if they really just meant to say polygon, but they just went with a more direct translation for polygon. Yeah, maybe. All right, moving on. Uh, uh, Omanite is Omunaito. It's the same. Omastar is Omusta. It's the same. Kabuto is also Kabuto. Uh, Kabutops is also Kabutops. Aerodactyl is, <laughs> sounds like a, a bad uh, Spanish word. Uh, uh, Aerodactyl is putera. Oh, yeah. I know that one. <laughs> uh, Snorlax is cabigon. Uh, Articuno is Frieza. Ooh, Frieza. Yeah, we have two freezers. So, and, it, and it's spelled <laughs> out from the hiragana. It's spelled exactly the way that Frieza from uh, Dragon Ball is. So oh, it's pretty funny. Oh. But of course, it's supposed to be Freezer. Um, okay, Zapdos is Sanda. 
So thunder. So thunder. Okay. Moltres is fire. Mm. Ever guess what that is? Oh, I have no idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Dratini is mini mini uh, Dragonair is Hakuryu. Dragonites is Kaidu. Mewtwo is Mutsu. And last but not least, Mew. You never guess what Mew's Japanese name is. Oh, oh, oh don't tell me, don't tell me. Um, Does it start with an M? Perhaps. Mew. Yay, you win the prize. <laughs> yeah, what do I win? I'll take it. I'll take it. It's more than I usually get. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So uh, that reaches us to the end of the episode. Um, I hope uh, you enjoyed that, and I hope the listeners enjoyed a little fun fact about their names. Yeah, hopefully um, next but... time we'll have uh, some questions. Uh, but, you know, we'd have to get friends for that. Yeah, we need friends. So, yeah, uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh Thanks again, Sage, for joining me on uh, episode number two. Well, thank it you, Brian, great. for having me. Yeah, a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, we'll see everyone later. See ya. See ya. <laughs>